You're now listening to The Co-op Podcast on thecoalition.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode two. What are we? Two hundred and ninety-five. Yeah, uh, yes. two nine six. Oh, whoa, whoa. Okay, see, all right, I, I was off on my numbers. But yes, welcome to a brand new edition of the Co-op Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Billy Jr., and today I'm joined by Mr. Gary Aswebi. How's it going, Gary? It's going good, thank you very much. Um, I'm in higher spirits than I was uh, last week, so that's good. Um, and yeah, I've just been trying to enjoy life again. So this is the perfect time for E3 to come around because, you know, I'm looking forward to the future now and seeing what the future will bring. So let's get to it because there's a lot to discuss about E3. Absolutely. And uh, we do have another special guest we're joined by Mr. Edward Velasquez. How's it going, Ed? What's up, man? It's been a minute. I know y'all miss me. Uh, it's E3 time, so you know I gotta come back and represent. <laughs> yeah, uh, it appears to me that he definitely made the effort to come back on because you know that the Xbox show is going to be going down this time next week. So that's uh, he wants to give his uh, fire his shots early, I guess. So we'll uh, see no about shots. that. Facts. <laughs> so yes, sounds good to me. So uh, before we get into the topics for this week, we're going to let you all know what we have been playing. So Ed, how about you go first and let us know what you've been playing? All right, I kind of just been messing around with a couple games. Uh, what was the last? Oh, Mortal Kombat. Let me talk about Mortal Kombat. I'm done with that game already, man. Like, whoa, <laughs> like it was cool already. But, like, I'm gonna be look. I'm gonna be real with Mortal Kombat. Like me, I'm just not uh, like a like I'm not a competitive player when it comes to fighting games. I'm not going to tournaments and doing all this crazy shit. So you know, I beat the story. Uh, I beat the game with every character already as far as like those little uh, you know the tower um, and I've played enough online matches to be like okay I got what I needed out of this game and so, that's uh, it like so you're not gonna play Shang Tsung and um, the other people that I've, uh, I've never bought the DLC for any of the Mortal Kombat games not Mortal Kombat X and not Mortal Kombat 9 so I don't see myself buying uh, the DLC for this either. Wow. So, so, yeah, yeah. So I, I know that uh, Mr. Carl Daniel will probably be listening to this show later. Uh, I, so are you basically saying that you stop playing the game so that you don't have to you put, face him online and get your and get your and get your behind ones? That's what you're basically admitting here on the show today. Um. No, nah, I've. I've I don't need to fight him because, like, I've destroyed him in the past to know that like, there's there's no challenge there for me. 
but uh, but yeah, aside from Mortal Kombat, I've been playing uh, Wolfenstein 2. Um, I had beat the first one a while back. I think the last time I was on the show, I might have talked about it. So I decided to start Wolfenstein 2, and it's kind of more the same. Um, it's very like mid-tier game to me, that game. But it's cool in that right now I'm looking for games that I can just play and like kind of get through, like and just beat them. Like I kind of, the last time I was here, I was kind of like tired of the big open world, go anywhere type of games. Like I'm, I've kind of had enough of that. I just want to beat some like I just want to play some linear games. Like okay, do this, do this, you know, like go on with it. Because um, those open world games they take up a lot of time and. and like I really don't have that time right now, that luxury to sit with a game and be on it for like hours a day. Like I just, I really don't have it. Unless it's a multiplayer game like The Division, I spent a lot of time on that. But that's because it's easier when you're like playing with your boy or whatever. So yeah, I've been playing Wolfenstein. And then uh, I turned on my PS4 for the first time since. Uh, God of War came out last year. So it's been a year. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I have a friend who is an avid PlayStation gamer. Uh, and he was telling me about this game called H1Z1 or I don't know what the fuck it's called. Oh, yeah, that, that used to be a PC game. Yeah. Yeah, I, right. I, yeah, I know that game. So he's telling me about this game and he's like, it's the Godfather of all, uh, what are, what are those games called? Survival. Battle... Survival. And but what's the... Battle Royale, yeah. Battle yeah, Royale. He was like, it's the godfather of Battle Royale games. And, like, it's my boy, like, you know, in real life. Uh, I don't really play games with him because he's on PlayStation. And he was like, come on, it's free. We, I got a whole squad. I was like, alright. Let me, let me see what's up with this. So I turned on my PS4. The shit sounds like a turbo engine. <laughs> sounds like I got a freaking private jet in my room. <laughs> Dude, how do you guys never mention this and never criticize PlayStation for this? Like, let's be real. The yo, shit is so loud. Yo, you, you gotta vacuum your room, yo. No, man, nah, I clean my shit. I clean it. Like, there's no way that that's on some dust shit. Like, let's not blame it on dust. Like, let's just not brush that off. The shit is loud. Mind you, I do have uh, a PlayStation 4 from, I believe it's the... The... The OG one? Star Wars... No, no, the Battlefront one. Um, Because I bought it off someone. But that's the one well, I have. Well, hold on a second. I think that you just killed your whole argument right there. You said you bought it off somebody used and then Battlefront. So it's a PS4 associated with a horrible game. So I think those are definitely going to make it make it, make it uh, far worse than a regular PS4. Hey, man, it is what it is, man. But anyways, yeah, so mind you, it's, it's that PlayStation. I don't know if the pros sound like a turbo engine. I don't know. But I'm just talking about my experience. Alright. Let me go on. So it sounds like a turbo engine. And another thing that you guys never mentioned is how 
slow the download speeds are on oh, I mean, I've, I've mentioned that all the time. Like, we they talk about that. We talk about that all the time in the group chat. How slow A12? it is. I'm not in your little Sony Pony group chats. I don't know. But uh, a 12 gigabyte game that H1 was or whatever. I don't even know how to say that game. His name. Uh, but H1Z1. Yeah, H1Z1. It's 12 gigs and it took me two hours to download that shit. And I know people are going to be like, oh, it's your internet. No, because on Xbox... I've downloaded bigger games than that for a lot less time. And I'm willing to do a speed test on my shit if anybody wants to challenge it. I'm not saying I have the fastest internet, but PSN downloads are slow and everybody knows it. Because I Googled it. I was like, how the fuck do I make this shit faster? And there's like a dozen upon dozen of articles saying how slow that shit is. So that's just facts. Oh, that that is fact. I mean, well, that that's one of the reasons I dread turning on my PS4 again, because like I know there's gonna be system updates, game updates, like, and that shit takes forever. Whenever I do that, I have to switch the the, the PS4 to the uh, the Ethernet cable, cause cause then it goes a little faster at least. But um, if you're running that shit on Wi-Fi, like it takes forever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I- yeah, yeah. Just because it wasn't brought up uh, as much on the shows, that doesn't mean uh, we, we don't acknowledge that that's not an issue. That, that definitely is an issue, and uh, it definitely does take a while to download stuff. But uh, you know, it, now the question I would have is: Is that the only thing that was downloading? There wasn't a software update; just the game. No, that, that, was that was okay. It. Well, yeah, that's definitely a problem. Uh, I think I oh. even sent y'all a picture of it, and then yeah. I did it not have one. Well, 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 hopefully, uh, you know, with, with uh, Sony working with Microsoft now on this uh, cloud, air quotes, uh, whatever uh, uh, infrastructure, hopefully stuff like that will be quicker in the future, but we'll, we'll see about that. We might uh, let Microsoft going to slow it down more. <laughs> Microsoft going to slow it on purpose. Like. But, uh, but yeah, that was my experience, experience turning on my PS4. And then, needless to say, that H1Z1 game was fucking hot trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I, a PS2 game, bro. I was like, bro, you made me download it. <laughs> it looks like a PS2 game. Like, no, come but, on now. but with those types of games, the graphics on like the the appeal. It's right, the, I understand game, that. I well, understand. Well, like, well, 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 no, well, no, well, no, no, no disrespect, but. Uh, I'm pretty sure the H1Z1 is better than PUBG, especially when that that PUBG game launched on uh, the way it launched on Xbox on the, on the Xbox service, the preview program. So hopefully it's better in those regards. But I haven't had a chance to play H1Z1 for almost a year now, so I don't know what changes they made to this game to try to make it better. I don't know, but as it stands right now, I rather play PUBG. Uh oh! Whoa! And, and just so people know, the original H1Z1 on PC was kind of different, but it kind of they they made like a, a battle royale spinoff of that game, kind of, and that's what this mm. is. Mm. Yeah, I know nothing about it, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that was my experience playing, uh, you know, PlayStation Four after a year. Uh, 
I do want to use my PS4 more. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I I, I want to play it more. But yeah, you know what you should know. do? You should uh you should get MK11 on there and then play Call and Rich. <laughs> nah. Because here's a here's the thing right here. Here's how I'm gonna blow your like brains right now. Uh, pause. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rich, you have Mortal Kombat 11 for PlayStation 4, correct? Yeah. And we know that uh, Carl Daniel has it for PS4 as well. How many times have you played against him? I haven't played any of any of the PS4 in the last couple weeks, but I have not played him yet. So that has to happen. That's my point. And that's Uh-oh. my point. Uh oh. I will well, if if if, if Ed gets it on PS4, I'll get it on PS4 too. I'll I'll break my my own rule and have everyone be mad at me and send me a bunch of hateful tweets or whatever, just so you know I can uh I can get Ed to play Mortal Kombat with us. Oh, I definitely will get a chance to play it. Uh, you know, I, I've been playing a couple of other things, and I have not been on the PS4. I've been on Xbox a lot more in the last couple of weeks, but uh, I will make a return. Because I, at least, you know, maybe Ed might not be excited, but I am excited for that MK11 DLC. Uh, even though I've only seen Shang Tsung and not the other characters they mentioned, I, I actually am looking forward to, to trying out them characters. So, we'll see about that. Fair enough. But, yeah, that's pretty much all that I gotta say as far as what I've been playing. Sounds good. Well, I believe he definitely played a lot more than uh, than me and Gary, if I had to make a guess. But uh, Gary, how about you go next and let us know what you've been playing? <laughs> uh, it's been it's been a slow week for gaming for me. Um, I didn't really get a chance to play uh, my um, Trials in the Sky, which is the JRPG I've been playing. Um, I didn't really have much time to to do that, um, and I played some Overwatch, but not as much as usual. So, uh, I mean, that, that's pretty much it. I will say one thing, though. Um, I've been looking back on some, uh, like, review videos. Because um, all this talk of Hideo Kojima got me wanting to relive, like, what I enjoy about his work. And, you know, I went back and watched a lot of old clips and reviews and stuff of the Metal Gear games. And I really, really miss those games. Like, I remember playing Metal Gear Solid 2 for the first time. And just the, the feeling I had playing that game. Like, it was just insane. Like, you, you, you can't you can't recreate that experience, you know. And then Metal Gear Solid 3, which is arguably the best in the series. Uh, my personal favorite is Metal Gear Solid 2. But um, from a narrative and gameplay perspective... Um, I think Metal Gear Solid 3 is, is the more superior game. Um, but yeah, that, like you, you'll never get that feeling again of, pl- of playing Metal Gear Solid for the first time. Um, so yeah, I mean, that kind of ties into something we're going to talk about later. But but yeah, uh, I, I definitely went back to relive those experiences on YouTube. That sounds good. Absolutely. Um, so, as for what I've been playing, uh, really, there's only two games I've spent a little bit of time with. Still playing Rage 2. 
uh, still enjoy the game to a certain extent. Um, you know, it's like I say, I, I, I do believe that it is, I would say, a decent shooting game, decent first person shooter. The, the, like I said before, the, the story is bare bones and there's not really a lot to really dive into with that. But if you just want to play a game where you just like going around shooting bad guys, trying to explore some of the world because a lot of the open world stuff is not really that great. But I mean, it's it's just a, a nice little game you can play in a weekend and, and have fun with it. So I, I've spent some time with that. Uh, very much looking forward to doing because again, the, 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 the shooting combat in this game it was made by by id and obviously uh they're working on doom eternal right now so this definitely makes me want to play doom eternal uh look forward to seeing more from that at the bethesda conference uh this time next week but uh we'll see about that and of course uh spent a little bit of time diving back into wwe 2k19 only because i'm going in there to see how people are updating the characters because we already know that the 2K will not update anything in that game. Period. That, you know that they I mean as far as youths are concerned. I know that there was news a while back that they're actually creating another wrestling game so that they can feel as though they can make it a little bit more competitive. I don't really know what's going on with that, but uh, I do know that WWE 2K20 is supposed to come out sometime later this year. Uh, I guess they're going to have some type of footage from that. At SummerSlam in August, I, I mean, I guess, I guess, I mean, I haven't heard any details on it, but normally every time around this time or a little bit after E3, then they reveal, yes, NBA 2K is coming and then, of course, the, the next WWE game. So I would assume we'll hear more about that soon. But yeah, I mean, it's fun just to go back and see how people create certain characters or how they update the tires and then they make that stuff downloadable. Because the community, the community is the great aspect about the game. But other than that, that's really, I just dabble in that from time to time. Try out different characters. Try out some of the community creations for the website, for, for the different uh, pay-per-view stuff like that. And that's pretty much it. But uh, other than that, I only do that in my spare time every so often. I haven't really had a ton of time to play too many games this week. Uh, I did get to hang out with our very good friend, Mr. Anthony Frazier, because he was in town for a conference. So that was awesome. Shout outs to him. But um, I definitely will have a lot more to say in the next couple of weeks because uh, right now I'm just grinding. Because I, I will be at E3 for a few of those appointments because I did set up some appointments on the actual show floor a couple of days. So I will be going out there for sure the week after next, but only from Tuesday to Thursday. So uh, definitely we'll have a lot to talk about in the next couple of weeks leading up to that uh, in terms of what I play this upcoming week and then what I play when I'm actually at the show. So stay tuned for that because I definitely will have a lot to say on, on those those experiences. So, But um, yes, that pretty much concludes what we have been playing for this week. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump right into the topics. And uh, the very first topic that I'm going to go through is, uh, I believe this is the most recent story that we we received. Uh, obviously, uh, we do know that Square Enix has been working on a Avengers game for quite some time. Uh, you know, I believe that Idols Interactive is also involved in, the, in this project, and we've known about this for a while because they had mentioned that they were working on this game. 
Uh, obviously, they didn't really reveal any details about it, but uh, of course, they did mention in a tweet earlier this week that uh, at E3 2019, they're going to actually reveal more details about the game. Well, as fate would have it, some of this information has already leaked. Uh, you know, because I believe that uh, the game is going to be at the E3 Coliseum, which is pretty much these little presentations that they have during the show. Uh, and this actually was going to be getting revealed uh, the Tuesday of the show, some of the details about the game. So here is a brief description of how they're describing this Marvel Avengers game. It says, end quote, this is the defining Avengers gaming experience. An epic action adventure that combines cinematic storytelling with continuous single player and cooperative gameplay. Assemble in teams up to four players. Master extraordinary abilities. Customize your heroes to fit your playstyle. And combine powers to defend an ever expanding world under constant threat. So, going off this particular description, one would think that this may potentially be a service-based game. It could potentially be somewhat something to the effect of what we've seen with Destiny, what we've seen with The Division. Uh, so I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on this particular description. Obviously, we don't know anything else about this game, but we're going to find out more details about it in the next couple of weeks. So, Gary, how about you start us off and let us know what you think about this particular game. If this is a service-based game, do you think that this is a good strategy for Square Enix to take? Definitely not, because um, (laughs) (laughs) currently uh, there's a lot of uh, negativity from a customer standpoint about uh, these ongoing service games. I mean, look what just happened to Anthem, you know, and then uh, there's also talk of all these laws that might come around where loot boxes and things like that might be put into question. Um, they're probably not going to put loot boxes in this or, or well they're not going to call them loot boxes but there probably is going to be like some sort of um, DLC microtransaction system there um, and I don't know you know we don't know what the laws are going to be if, if these things actually come about but I'm sure that whatever they come out with they'll probably try and uh, you know get around those laws uh that might come in the future but um yeah i I just feel like having this being be a service-based game like that with microtransactions isn't the best way to handle an avengers game because it just seems like you're you're trying to milk the audience you know um it it just comes off in a negative way because this is a high profile game we're talking about we're just coming off of avengers endgame the fandom for for Marvel and the Avengers is at an all-time high right now. So to throw out a video game that, that has tons of, you know, uh, microtransactions and upgrades and things like that, I think it's a bad move. Um, I would much prefer if they try to fundamentally make the game as, as good as possible, you know, as, as immersive and as true to you know the the mcu and the comics as possible and just have it you know be this incredible narrative driven experience but uh this seems like it's more of a co-op based you know online experience um so i guess we'll just have to wait and see how they how they manage that 
Um, I know there there have been other Marvel games that are kind of like that as well, like the isometric ones um, that they have, and they're more based on unlocking heroes and you know using different teams and stuff like that. So maybe they're looking to do something like that, but in in with like a Destiny kind of visual feel, um, and you know maybe that's what they're going for here. Um, but I guess we'll wait and see. But um, I mean, I was hoping for something more narrative-driven. You know, something like, uh, uh, like the Arkham games or something. You know, like where it's more about the narrative of the characters. But this seems like it's going to be more action, gameplay focused, and more co-op based, and you know, things like that. So uh, more more mission based, I guess. So um, I guess we gotta wait and see what the full reveal is gonna be like. But um, from what they described, I'm I'm starting to be slightly disappointed with the direction. <laughs> well, no, I I I I absolutely understand that. Um, yeah, we have to wait and see what they have to say. Uh, Ed, do you have any thoughts on this particular topic? I know you are a huge uh, Marvel fan, so. Let's hear what you have to say about this. Oh. I I guess he's uh, busy with his work. (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully his his boss didn't find out that he's on the podcast right now. Yeah, that that, that definitely could be a possibility. Uh, Or maybe he's just going to save all that he has to save for when we get to uh, these predictions. That's fine. Um. So, what 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 I want to say about this Avengers thing is that uh, you know, I, I mean, I do I, I do think that you, if you if you're going to make a surface based game, you do run the risk of you know people just jumping through the content real quick, and then they're going to be asking, so what's next? What 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 is the incentive to keep playing? And that is a problem that I don't really think anybody has really solved quite yet. Now, I don't really know. Uh, you know, I know Ed mentioned he's playing. He he plays the, the the Division Two. I don't know a lot of people that are still playing the Division Two. A lot of people that I have spoken to, what 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 they've already gotten through the Division Two, and then they're taking a break from that game and they've moved on to something else. So I haven't heard of one game where you're constantly playing it, unless of course with you, Gary, because you play Overwatch. So obviously there is enough there that's keeping you coming back to the game. But I do think when you create these massive games where it's supposed to have a story and all this other stuff, uh, there's a lot that I think uh, they have to have some type of plan for this uh, to continue to continue to continuously support the game. So I'm very curious to see what it is that they 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 do do. But I I have to agree to an extent of what you said. Uh, It would have been great if this was like the Arkham games, uh, but I. You know, I know that Square Enix has not really done this type of stuff before, so this is something more in the vein of what I would expect to see from Rocksteady. Whatever game they're working on next, they'll probably take that approach. But with this particular game, I, I, I don't think they're they're going to do that. They definitely want to do something a little bit different. So I'm curious to see what it is, and I guess we'll find out more in the next couple of weeks. But uh, we'll see. Uh, what I do know is that it's obviously going to have a major presence at the Square Enix press conference at E3. Uh, I don't know 
exactly, you know, what all Square Enix has to show at this conference. I mean, they did say that there's going to be more Final Fantasy VII. Um, but uh, aside from that, I don't know what else Square Enix has to show. So I guess we're just going to have to be somewhat surprised uh, by whatever the presentation has in store. Uh, I guess the question, another question I did want to ask you is... When do you think that this game is coming out? If they're just now showing footage for the very first time, do you think this is a game that we can see early next year, or may it be sooner than that, or, 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 or even later? Um. Well, I mean, they kept this under wraps for uh, you know, for years because I remember wondering if this was going to be at last year's E3 and the one before that. So. Uh, it's been a while they've been working on this game and, and we've known about it for some time um so i think it could be ready to come out this fall as early as this fall and and that would make sense because you know like i said avengers is is on a very it's a it's a very big high right now because of endgame um and then you know you've got spider-man and and the next wave of uh movies starting to come out and stuff so I feel like this year is is a good year to release this game if they can um and considering they've been working on it for years now I feel like they probably should be able to really release it this year so um I mean I would say you know fall 2019 and if not that then early 2020 what do you think yeah uh I I think you make a very good point. I, I do believe we can see it this fall. Uh, we're going to talk about a few of the other games coming out this fall that, that did get some, some some news on this week. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But what I will say is I have noticed that uh, you know a lot of a lot of companies are now trying to release the games a little bit sooner. Uh, that Call of Duty game, which we will talk about later, that's coming out October 25th. Death Stranding is coming out November 8th. So. This is certainly a game that definitely could end up coming out in the fall, and it will. And, and at least for right now, it wouldn't have too much massive competition if it did come out later in the fall. But we don't know what other games are coming out when. So, uh, certainly, certainly possible. But um, if not, I, I definitely see it spring 2020 as like a definitive uh, date. Because I, I feel like if you're going to show this game at E3 then I would think that it's definitely coming out before the next E3 uh, in 2020. But then again, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remastered. Uh, this game, <laughs> we've seen a lot of this game, and it still isn't out. So, I mean, it, this is a different strategy. But if I had to make a guess, I would say definitely the fall is possible. But, I, I you know, since I know the Square Enix does tend to, to delay games, I would say definitely spring or early 2020 for the Avengers game. But... It would be, I think, in their best interest to release it this year because, as you said, everybody is still they're still recovering from Endgame. So, and this was the year that uh, you know Avengers made a ton of money at the box office. I feel like it would be a excellent business decision to release this game this year if it is ready. But if it's not ready and it needs more time, then yeah, by all means, take as much time as you need to make it perfect. But we'll see what happens. So, uh. Any other thoughts on Marvel's Avengers before we move on to the next topic? Uh, nah. Let's just wait and see what the game is next week. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Okay, so 
moving on to the next topic and before we get into death stranding and call of duty i i, I want to address this uh <laughs> this ea play 2019 streaming schedule for uh e3 for e3 2019 now as i mentioned before uh you know I am going to be attending E3, uh, and our senior editor, Mr. Jake James Rubo, is also going to be attending E3, but he is not going to be going to the EA Play event. Um, I am not going either because I'm not going to be coming in until like a Monday night. So, so we did see a schedule that EA has provided, and they did remind everybody once again, they are not doing a presentation this year. They're just going to have a live stream schedule of the different things they're going to be playing. So this is the current schedule as it as it states right now starting uh at 9 15 a.m they have their little countdown scenario to ea play and then 9 30 the first thing they're going to be showing is star wars jedi fallen order then at 10 a.m we're going to have apex legends season 2 10 30 battlefield 5 content uh 11 a.m fifa 11 30 a.m madden nfl and then of course 12 noon the sims 4 uh, so pretty much going by that, that streaming schedule, I mean, that, that, that is essentially all they're going to be showing. I have no idea if there will be any surprises. Whack. Oh, oh, oh yes. Hey, hey, listen, I, I agree a hundred percent, but I have to admit that I, I have a bias towards my dislike for EA play because every single year that we have gone to EA play, it has been a disappointment. Either it's a situation where we are, where we have passes to get in. We're on the list to get in, and we don't get into the show, or we just go get to the show, and then the presentation itself is is garbage. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. This this is a very lackluster stream, to say the least. Uh, I know that last week we spoke about Apex Legends. So you have your answer now, Gary. Season 2 content will be shown. I, I'm guessing they're hoping that that's going to boost the sales once again for the game. But, uh, okay. yeah, so... So, 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 what do you think about this schedule? Are you looking forward to EA Play now after looking at all this this information? Me? <laughs> yeah. No, this this looks like a snooze fest to me. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised uh, they're not. There's no Dragon Age on here. I mean, uh, even though I have no hopes for that game, I mean, I would have liked to have seen the direction at least. But, um, I mean, they did have to kind of start remaking the game again. Um, so, I guess uh, it's going to be a while before we see anything on that. But, um, yeah, the, this list right here looks like a snooze fest. I mean, obviously, the most interesting thing on here is Star Wars uh, Fallen yeah. Order. Um, so, we can see the direction of that game. Um, I still don't have high hopes for it, but Respawn does seem... Um, you know, they, they, they seem more capable than other studios of, of making something good. Um, and, you know, Titanfall 1 and 2, they were pretty good games, you know. Uh, a lot of people actually really love Titanfall 2 and, and feel like it was underrated. And obviously, you know, EA kind of killed that game by releasing it so close to Battlefield. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean, Respawn, you know, they've done some good work. So, you know, maybe... Uh, Maybe this will be good, but um, yeah, I, I have no interest in anything else on here. To be honest, um, I'm not really a sports person. Um, I've lost all love for Battlefield. Um, uh oh, whoa. whoa! 
and i mean apex you know uh, for people who love apex i guess that's cool for them but um you know i'm not highly interested in that game so yeah nothing of, nothing of interest here for me I just I, I I just have one question that I want to ask. Uh, where the hell is Anthem at on on this on this schedule? <laughs> well, well, apparently they um I don't know if it was a stream or something, but they had something that kind of showed content. I don't know. Um, I didn't watch I didn't watch it. I didn't read about it. But apparently there was some kind of stream recently about that game. Um, but nobody cares. Um, I I, I remember seeing um. A, a screenshot that said uh like only uh i can't remember the exact number but it was a low amount of people were watching the stream you know like in the hundreds basically oh. and typically when you see a stream you know there's like thousands and thousands of people watching and this was like hundreds of people like so and in the low hundreds so yeah um i think apex i mean not apex i think anthem is pretty much dead at this point you know, I, I I think I think it's very telling where you obviously have these ambitious goals for a game like Anthem, but when you don't have it as a part of this stream here, that's very telling of how the company views the game because my thing is before the game even launched, they said, Oh yes, we we have a ten year plan for this game, we're gonna be committed to it. And then you see people leaving the the, the, the team shortly after it releases. And but yet but yet saying, hey, don't don't worry, we still have people that are supporting this game, and yet it's it is not anywhere on this this, this schedule. I mean, if I was somebody that picked up Anthem, I'd be pretty pissed because I would I would feel like you still should be somewhat dedicated to putting out content. And and I think the fact that it's not on this stream is a big deal because everybody is going to be watching this EA Play thing. I mean, obviously. So that is an opportunity to show and get more exposure for your game. So the fact that it's not on there that tells me EA they don't really they're not they're not they don't really think that game is important. They don't have an investment on it. Obviously, the Star Wars game is on there because that's the big fall release for them. So I understand why that's on there, but uh, I just think that's very telling of how they view Anthem if they don't even have enough content to actually put on a stream and say here's what's coming to Anthem. Unless of course they surprise and they do. To throw out some things that they put in that show that they didn't put on this particular uh, list of uh, of items that they're going to be showing, but uh, I just think that's very telling of how they view the game right now in its current state and as far as the future is concerned for the franchise. But that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Anthem not being there, I think that's a, just a pretty clear sign that, you know, they're trying to move on with from that game and forget that it even happened because it's a blemish on on their name so absolutely yes very 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 disturbing yes absolutely so uh let's move on to the next topic because i yeah i don't think ed has anything to say about ea i mean he already said the, the schedule was lackluster yep so let's move on to the topics that i know people really want to hear our opinion on so first and foremost we need to talk about Death Stranding. All right, we, we got a release date trailer, uh, a pretty a pretty lengthy trailer. You know, they, they revealed a couple more things about the story to give you an idea as to what to expect. They did tell everybody that Hideo Kojima actually put together the trailer himself. He cut it together himself. 
Um, and now we know that Death Stranding is launching on November 8th this year. Yes. So, uh, obviously, we have a lot to say about this trailer. So, I believe... Um, let's start with you first, uh, Gary. What were your thoughts on the Death Stranding trailer um, and whether or not you are actually looking forward to this game? Um. So, yeah, I mean... I say this again and again, trailers don't usually work on me. Uh, but, you know, everyone was, was talking about this, you know, um, from the moment it was announced that this was going down, like it seemed like the internet just kind of exploded and everyone was getting hyped all of a sudden. I didn't know so many people were hyped for this game. But um, yeah, like out of nowhere, everybody just started talking about Death Stranding. So I'm like, okay, I guess I have to pay attention for this one. Um, so, you know, I, I, I respect Kojima, um, I was a huge Metal Gear Solid fan, um, you know, I didn't like Metal Gear Solid 5 that much, really, um, gameplay-wise, it was great, but story-wise, I was very let down, but, you know, I respect Kojima's work, and I respect a lot of the things he does in his games, and, you know, a lot of the, uh, the unique things that he adds to his game that you won't find anywhere else. But with Death Stranding, you know, the past few years, you know, it's been very, uh, uh, it's been very, I've been very curious about it. Like, what, what the hell is this? And then last year we saw gameplay and it didn't look appealing at all. So, you know, uh, this one I was willing to go into it with fresh eyes because, you know, I, 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 I had the feeling that, you know, this one was going to, it, it was going to be, uh, better put together. Uh, than last year's trailer and and I had a feeling it was going to more correctly represent what the game is going to be now um, they did do a better job than the last trailer, I'll give them that um, I got, you know I had to watch this twice actually, like the first time I was just like okay whatever but I gave them the benefit of the doubt because um, I was also kind of you know um, going through, going through some things at the time but um, second time is when I really absorbed it and took in what the the thing was really about. Um, well, I didn't fully take take it. I I still don't fully understand what it's about, to be honest. But I got a better understanding of it. So you know, it seems to be like a post apocalyptic um, experience, and you know, it's it's about um, to to summarize it, you know, in the most simplest way, it's like about life and death. And um, um, I guess both sides of this conflict are trying to build connections, you know, around the world. Uh, on one side, on one side they're representing death, and on the other side they're representing life, I guess. And somehow the babies tie into that whole aspect. You know, I guess they represent life or new life in in some way. Um, Obviously, I can't fully articulate this. I still don't know, you know, the, the full narrative or the full concept. But this is what, you know, I'm, I'm kind of taking from it. Um, and yeah, it seems like that it, throughout the trailer, multiple times, they're saying we need to build a connection, you know. So um, I, I'm guessing that, you know, the, the, the ultimate goal of the game is to kind of reconnect life you know, into the world and to kind of stop death from spreading or something like that, you know, um, I don't know. 
Uh, maybe somebody else can better articulate or better explain what it's about, but that's kind of what I took from it. And uh, let me just say, first of all, that visually the game looks incredible. Uh, it, a lot of it does remind me of Metal Gear Solid as well, just the way it's presented and everything. Um, and yeah, it seems well produced. Now, that being said, it was not enough for me to be excited for this game and to be, you know, um, to be hyped for it or be looking out for it. You know, it wasn't enough, like, for me. Um, granted, I, I do still respect Kojima for trying different things. Um, but, yeah, it, it just still wasn't enough for me. I think I would have to try the game for myself to to really know for sure whether it's something I'm going to like. Um, and, I don't know, maybe it's me also being, like, a hardcore Metal Gear fan. Because I, I, I kind of just want that again. But yeah, I don't know. Like it didn't. I I don't feel like everyone else feels like it seems. You know, because it seems like a lot of people are very excited after that trailer. I I don't feel that way. You know, it, I recognize that it looks great visually. Uh, I recognize that it's different and it's you know something original. But you know, I'm I'm not willing to give it the benefit of the doubt after seeing that trailer. So you know, I'm I'm not excited. Um, so if that upsets anyone I'm sorry but that's just how I feel uh oh you wanna know how I feel yeah go ahead Ed let's just go to you next how do you feel alright so I can respect that like people uh, will blindly follow Kojima because I do that for certain people Uh, not as far as gaming but like my uh, movies like Tarantino, that's all I gotta hear. I'm in. Uh, there's a couple other directors that I that like David Fincher, I fuck with. But as far as gaming, I don't really follow nobody. But I can respect that people uh, will follow Kojima. But Kojima isn't a Tarantino. Kojima's more like a Michael Bay, because Kojima, for the most part, he's only popular based off one game you're you're you have one franchise to you i feel like you really haven't proven anything that's the way i see it like if you had multiple hits and you have all these different franchises i can respect that more than just you have one franchise and that's what you've been doing your whole career so like i'm looking at this trailer for his new game and I just don't see the 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 magic in it. I don't see it at all. To me, it looks like a, a Last of Us clone. A Last of Us clone in the sense that by day, like when it's daylight and stuff, you're fighting, I guess, real people or soldiers or whatever. And then, you know, we saw like when he's in the woods, in the forest, it's dark. And now you're fighting these like dark death enemies, whatever the hell they are, smoke monsters and shit. So that's kind of what I just, that's what I like. I was like, oh, Last of Us, but in the Kojima version or whatever. I just wasn't, um, I didn't see the appeal in this game at all. It didn't look fun to play. I get that. I can, I can respect that if someone wants to play this game because it's like, oh, a fucking, um, 
weird game by Kojima. He's kind of like that uh that one game director. I don't know, uh, Pseudo Pseudo Fifty One, where like they don't make the best games; they just make the weirdest fucking games. And I guess that's enough for some people. I know people dig that as far as like Japanese games, but uh, I like games that make sense. I like games that are fun. And so yeah, like that was just my my take on that trailer. Like I wasn't floored by it. Uh, but can I read a tweet that I saw about this yeah. game? Yeah, sure. Wait, who, who, who's this tweet by? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I want to put a name to it, but it's a friend of the show. Yo, don't, don't be dissing none of my friends, man. <laughs> oh, whoa. It's a friend of the show, and I say it with all due respect, but I just want to read this tweet. Uh, they said, aside of, of all these beauty, uh, aside from all these beautiful ladies on this game, I hope to see some nice boobs and booties in 4K 60 frames per second. That's a tweet from a friend of the show. Yo, well, Bob, what's, what's wrong? Know. What's wrong with that though? Like, so, 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 so let me let, 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 let me just make a quick comment before you answer that. <laughs> and, 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 and I would say that the friend of the show that hey, listen, we appreciate the continued support. But I will be careful with those type of tweets in this current climate that we live in today, because uh, a lot of a lot of women are not going to be uh, they're not they not going for that comment. So got to be careful. But continue what you're going to say. I just I think the tweet speaks for itself. Uh, I guess that's what some people look for in their video games is uh, 4K 60 frames per second boobs and booty. Uh, but. I look for I look for a game that's engaging, a game that's uh, detailed, a game that's uh, next level. But if people just want to look for nice uh, boobs and booties, to quote, uh, then I guess that's the prerogative. I mean, you could argue that games with uh, with boobs and booty are engaging. You know what's more engaging? Real life boobs and booty. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. So 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 I I I'll I'll tell you what that that um the opinion that you had for Kojima for 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 Kojima, I think that was an excellent opinion, and and I have to say that that definitely will cut deep. Especially for somebody that shared a bathroom stall right next to this guy at, in past E3s. So uh, I hope that Kojima doesn't hear this show. He, he will be like, oh, man, that's uh, that's kind of painful. I, I thought we, we shared something special. You know, we was using the bathroom next to each other at, at, at E3. So Yo, that's, they, uh, they, they, shared, was, they shared germs together, man. <laughs> and, you know, that was a wonderful experience for me. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, he... He, it was off. The pleasure was good. <laughs> okay, fair, fair, fair enough. So, um, I do have a few thoughts on this trailer, and, and and I also have to say that what I have to say might be somewhat controversial, but this is 100% my opinion. This is an opinion show, so I do believe everybody is entitled to their opinions. So, Death Stranding trailer, I you know I saw the trailer in its entirety. Um, 
and I have to say that I that I was not impressed by by the trailer. You know, some of the stuff that, that both of you said, I, I agree with for sure. But but here here is my mindset on this. Anytime Sony has an exclusive that they reveal, we normally see a ton of gameplay footage, and we we we, we know a ton about the game by the time it comes out. Take uh, Horizon Zero Dawn for example. We saw they had a walkthrough gameplay demo of something that happens in the game. We saw the same thing for for, for God of War. Um, with this game, I haven't seen even five to ten minutes of gameplay footage, and yet you're telling me that I should be excited and I should pick this game up later this year because it's Kojima, because we know that Kojima is a genius by as 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 some as many would say, and therefore the game is going to be great for me personally. I haven't seen enough to even want to pre-order this game. Whereas with a game like The Last of Us Part 2, oh, I 100% would pre-order that based off of what we've seen so far because we got a lengthy gameplay trailer last E3. And and, and that, that's enough. Plus, you, all, you already have an emotional investment with the characters because The Last of Us Part 1. So I totally understand that. But from from this standpoint here, when I, what I saw of this trailer... The only thing I could think of was, wow, I can't wait to play an Amazon delivery service game because that's exactly what this looks like. You're walking around these different uh, locations. You know, of course, there's enemies that you have to avoid. But you, it, to me, it just looks it just looks like Norman Reedus' character is very uncomfortable. In that trailer, when they showed the combat, the combat did not look polished whatsoever. And it also looks very much uncomfortable and i'll give a shout out to our very good friend of the show mr kennedy because we had a discussion about this it just looks ridiculous how the character is punching and kicking these guys and then has this huge bag on his back bag is not moving at all it's like that just does not look like it's like it makes sense or it's comfortable at all and again as you already said ed uh kojima known for making weird things in the game so that's totally fine but just to me from that standpoint alone I haven't really seen enough to be impressed. Now, I will say that I'm curious about the game. They did a good job making me more curious with the story and the characters and some of the, some of the people that are in the game. That looks interesting, but it, would I say that this is enough where I would go out today, right now, and pre-order this game immediately? There's no chance in hell. No, I, I have not seen enough to make that decision. Um, but I, I, but I, I would like to think that they're going to show more of this game before November gets here. I mean... But I just feel like the way they've handled this this particular way to, uh, that they rolled this out, where it wasn't something where we saw gameplay every time we saw this game. All we saw was 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 videos, cinematic sequences of what's in the actual game, and that makes me think. So we're getting a movie instead of a game, right? Because that's all I've seen when they showed it at the Video Game Awards show all those years ago. All we're seeing is cinematic footage. We're not seeing gameplay footage. And that's what my problem is with with all of this. Uh, I need to see more gameplay because that's what I'm going to spend time doing. I, unless you're telling me this is a movie, then I said, okay, well, I'll sit back and be prepared to watch a movie. But to me, I just don't get it. And the one last point that I will add is that I did see that there are a lot of people that are angry because there are certain people that say, oh, well, I'm not hyped for this game. I don't, I don't get it. My, my thing about that is that, you know, I kind of feel like some people... They make the comparison of Days Gone. This is another Sony exclusive that came out recently. And this is a game that did not receive glowing reviews from the critics. There were a lot of players 
that picked up the game, they said they enjoyed it. And they said it was great. Now, I don't know if they genuinely enjoyed the game or if they were trying to defend the game. Because I know that there are some people that definitely defended the game. But what what I feel is when you release a game and then every single day after release there's a patch update, that is a problem right there. That tells me the game is not polished as polished as it should have been when it launched. And it probably should have launched at a later time. I feel the people that saw people talking negatively about Death Stranding these are the same people that defended Days Gone. And even if they, in their minds, to some extent, agree with some of the people that reviewed Days Gone, they will never admit it because they've already said, no, this is fantastic. It's a Sony exclusive. This is a perfect game. So I feel like those same people will defend this game. And they definitely don't know what the game is about because the only person that knows what this game is about is Kojima. I'm not talking about the people that sit down and analyze the video. This is what this could mean. No. The only person that knows what this game is about is Kojima. That's point blank. So I do feel the people that are defending this game to that extent. Possibly some people that love Days Gone and think that that game is perfect, amazing. And that's totally fine, but I just wanted to point that out because I thought it was a little ridiculous. I saw some people getting angry because some people were just not hyped for this game. I mean, I haven't seen enough to be hyped by it. Our very good friend Mr. Kennedy hasn't seen enough to be hyped by it. And then you guys aren't hyped for it either. You trust that Kojima is going to make a great game, sure. But should we be excited for it? I, I don't see any, any reason to be excited yet. So hopefully Sony will show more of this game in the future. But uh, right now, I have to say I'm not impressed. Because I recall last year when I went to E3 and we saw the last gameplay footage they showed at Death Stranding. I was like... I didn't understand what the game was about, but I was like, this is what this is what they're this is what you're gonna show for a gameplay reveal. This is not impressive at all. So we'll see what happens. But that's just my opinion. Once again, this is hundred percent my opinion. So if you want to come after me, that's totally fine. But I do believe everybody is entitled to an opinion. We're not always going to agree and love every single game that, that drops. This is just a matter of opinion. But uh, I do think if you want to impress me on De on De Death Stranding, Sony definitely needs to show more. They have to show more. They have to explain more. And if Kojima actually has like a gameplay overview trailer, maybe about seven to ten minutes later in the year, where they show a, a scenario of, what, of you walking through a scenario, so, you know, something to that extent, then great. That's all I want to see because I haven't seen enough gameplay now to be like, okay, I definitely want to pick this up. So, just my opinion. So, um, any other thoughts on Death Stranding before we move on to uh, the next topic? <laughs> I do think there's some kind of uh, big twist to this game. Like, I, I just feel like what we're seeing is carefully selected parts of the game. And I feel like when the game comes out, we're going to get it. And it's going to be something we, you know, we didn't imagine at all. Like, well, we hadn't seen at all. Um, and Kojima's done this before, like with uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 um, mm -hmm. leading into it. Everyone believed they was going to be playing as Solid Snake, you know, uh, the, the whole time, like as the main character. But it turns out there was a completely new character that you play as through the majority of the game, you know. So, um, and a lot of people were unhappy with that, but still, it, you know, I, it was still a good game, in my opinion. Um, so I feel like there's there's some kind of twist like that coming 
you know um sort of like the first assassin's creed game where you know we we all thought it was going to be um you know this kind of uh you know medieval type of game or whatever like back in the day uh and it it turned out to be a sci-fi you know sort story kind of thing so I, i wouldn't be surprised if when we get the game it's something completely different to what we've seen and maybe the these things that we're seeing are in the game but there's they're only a small section of the game and there's like something bigger you know um there's some bigger overlaying story going on um so yeah like uh that that's why i don't really trust trailers from from kojima games you know because he he's done a lot of like teasing and trolling through trailers i mean remember when uh metal gear solid 5 like um the first trader of that game was was called something completely different and they they had like an anagram of um kojima's name so like they were they were trying to push it as a completely different game other than metal gear solid and that was basically a troll you know um so so yeah i wouldn't be surprised if if uh there's some trolling going on here so that that makes me you know what not want to uh take this trailer seriously even more so oh yeah well that's a very good point i i i don't have a problem with them misdirecting the audience so that they don't know everything that's coming but i do have to say and agree with what ed said earlier the gameplay did just did not look fun at all so they definitely they have to pull back a little bit on some of the gameplay stuff because I mean, I would imagine, you know, we're all gamers in here, even though, you know, I guess that Ed would question our status as gamers because we don't play quite as much as him. But, uh, you know, I, I, I do think that um, we all want to play a game and have a fun experience, I, I would hope, right? Or do we want to play a game and be miserable and be like, oh, this is a, just a boring task. I don't know why I'm playing that. It, when, when I looked at that gameplay, nothing looked exciting or appealing about it. So I, I, I do think they need to pull back the curtain and show a little bit more. I mean, as we get closer to release, uh, but that's just my opinion. Yo, because Rich, I know. Yeah. So, so Rich, you don't want to play a game where you can punch someone with a briefcase? <laughs> oh yes, of course. That that'll be great. That'll be great. I, I don't have a problem with that. Um, I just think I, you know, I, 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 I just think personally. I, I definitely need to see more to be convinced that this is something that I, that I, you know, I mean, I want a reason to be excited to go pick up a game and, and, and buy it. I, I mean, like I said, like I said earlier, I saw that Last of Us footage from last year, and I said yes, this is a day one purchase. I don't have to question. But with this game, I don't really feel like I can say the same thing. Sure, I trust Kojima. I enjoyed Metal Gear Solid. All of the games I played so far in that series, but I, I just don't. Uh, this is not enough for me to say, okay, yes, I trust Kojima 100%. I will go pick this game up right now. No. And I do. we do have a friend of the show that actually picked up the collector's edition of this game. And I thought to myself, wow, that is a lot of faith in Kojima. I don't have that much faith. But, uh, yeah, I, um, I just think I need to see a little bit more to be convinced. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that, that thinks this. A lot of people probably think this. Maybe they may not say it, and then some will, you know dance around the topic before they come to that point, but I think I definitely need to see more before I throw down $60 for this game. Just my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, 
Um, any other thoughts on this topic before we move on to the next? No, that's it. Okay. So let's go from one game that was announced with a release date uh, this week to another game that was revealed with a release date. And we're talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, it is coming out October 25th, the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, and they also announced that it's going to have cross-play support, but no season pass. So I believe that we all got a chance to see the trailer. Uh, I know, Gary, that you have been a huge fan of Call of Duty from back in the day, although you haven't been so much of a fan as of late. Did this trailer convince you that you may want to jump back into Call of Duty? And what do you think about the fact that this is going to have cross-play support? Uh, I'm going to keep it real. I didn't even bother watching the trailer. Oh, man. <laughs> Not like, I, Call of Duty just doesn't appeal to me, man. Like, okay, the cross-play thing is what I really want to talk about because that's, you know, something that, uh, that, that affects gaming overall. But um, the actual call of duty you know games i just don't care anymore like you know i just i just have no interest like zero interest whatsoever so um let me get straight to the crossplay. um now this is a big deal um and i think it signifies the direction that we're moving towards uh, we've talked about this a lot recently rich um i, I definitely feel like next generation crossplay is going to be a standardized thing you know um yeah. i feel like there's going to be parity there's going to be cross play uh you know most of the the multiplayer games that aren't exclusive i feel like they're going to be you know cross play between playstation and xbox and probably switch to and pc you know um now for call of duty um i i don't think it's confirmed at this minute that you're going to be able to play cross play playstation 4 to xbox one but it does say pc to consoles so mm -hmm. you know um no matter i i'm guessing no matter what console you're on you're going to be able to play with pc people and that is you know even if there is no ps4 to xbox um that is a a, a big step in a game like call of duty you know because we know um as much as i don't like call of duty anymore it's still sort of relevant it's still one of the biggest multiplayer games that comes out every year. Um, so yeah, this is a big deal. Um, that's the, you know having crossplay in in a game like that is is a huge statement, you know. Um, and I think it's paving way for the future. I feel like crossplay is going to be, you know, like I said, it's going to be the standard thing. And I think this ties into um, the you know the direction of esports and things like that moving forward you know i think esports is going to be a more integrated thing into games as well as we continue to move forward um and this kind of sets that up to be a thing so so yeah um uh, that 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 was the most definitely the most significant announcement uh regarding call of duty for me and i'm excited to see how that plays out to be honest um, but that's pretty much it for me. Cool. All right, Ed, do you have any thoughts on this? He's clapping. Uh, yeah, I'm clapping. <laughs> I wasn't actually clapping. 
Uh, I'm excited. Uh, Call of Duty has been sucking for a while. And I haven't played a Call of Duty in a minute, in a couple of years. But I think this is what they needed to reinvigorate the franchise. <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare Reboot. The most popular of Call of Duty games. Uh, Crossplay. I'm gonna believe that they're that they're gonna be the ones to be like, you know what? Fuck consoles. Let's just everybody play with everybody. And if that's what is gonna happen, and what I believe it is, I think that's just like that's what everybody wants, right? Like, I want to play with Gary, but not have to turn on a turbo jet console to play with. Him, you know? <laughs> So now it's cool that I can play with them and I don't have to do that shit. So that's a plus. Uh, it has a new engine. So that's a plus. Uh, and no season pass. Free DLC. I feel like any game that does down, uh, paid DLC maps, you just ruin your multiplayer. Like, I don't know if companies realize that. Because once you drop DLC maps, and this is coming from a person that plays uh, multiplayer shooters all the time. That's what's ruined the game for for me and my friends. Because one of my friends might buy the DLC. I never buy DLC. Never. I would never buy DLC maps. So once you do that, what do these game companies do? They make uh, a playlist for, oh, you need the DLC to play this playlist. Well, that's the most popular playlist. So now I'm fucked. And that's where the game ends. So I think the fact that they're doing uh, free DLC maps, that's great. That's a plus again. So they're doing yeah. everything right at this point. So I can't shit on that. I can't hit, I can't hate on that. We, we got to wait to see what the game, you know, is going to be. But so far, all the details, they look promising. So... But right now, they deserve an applause. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll go ahead, Rich. Um, after you, I, I've got a question. But um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no. I, I was going to say, I, I certainly agree with everything that you said. I, I, I said, uh, it, it, unfortunately, though, you will not be playing with Gary since Gary has already said that he will not be buying this game. Uh, but yeah. He will. He will. <laughs> <laughs> Once it's true cross platform. He will. We'll, we'll we'll see about that. I mean, uh, I, I'll, I'll consider it. I, I mean, a lot more friends to play with too. I mean, I, I never said I'll never play it again. I'm just not interested as of now. So I mean, we'll see. They have to sell me on it. And if enough if enough what? people are talking about it when it comes out and saying that I have to play, then I probably will. So we'll see. Well. One, 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 one thing I will say is I, I certainly will have a lot to say about this game because I do have an appointment to see this game made free. So I, I'll be sure to give y'all all the details of what to expect. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And quite honestly, uh, I, I do like the, story, the stories in the Call of Duty games. So I'm looking forward to this. Um, I didn't understand why, why they decided that they didn't want to have the story last year because it wasn't ready. I mean, I would have just waited and finished the story for Black Ops 4 and then released the game. But they said, to hell with this. It's only about multiplayer. So I'm glad the story is back, and uh, I'm definitely planning on picking this up uh, 
in October. But uh, go ahead, Gary. You said you wanted, you had a question you wanted to ask. Yeah. So, um, so this crossplay thing, like, what if there's a situation where there's some kind of technical thing that gives uh people on one specific platform an advantage over the other like <laughs> some kind of you know like it could be like a frame rate drop thing or you know something that gives you know maybe for example pc gamers an advantage over uh you know playstation gamers like are people going to be up in arms about that and also i'm wondering if like I w- i'm wondering how much control you're going to have so i'm guessing there's going to be separate playlists or servers or something where you can go to if you specifically want crossplay. Um, I'm guessing it's not going to be like an automatic thing where, um, you know, you're playing the game and you're you're playing against PC people against your will and stuff. But um, I, I, do, I, I do see a lot of like technical uh, uh, shortcomings um maybe maybe in the 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 early days of the game i feel like that's going to get in the way of the whole crossplay thing but eventually they'll probably smooth it out and fix it i know like in games that allow crossplay right now uh like rocket league or gears like from pc to xbox or you know those types of games uh i believe it's in the settings you allow it to like oh crossplay so I would assume that any game that is gonna try to do crossplay will have that option. Right. Um, I also feel like the consoles at this point, if this is gonna be a thing, they need to allow people to use keyboards and, and mouse on consoles. Because if you're playing against PC people, you're you're gonna get smoked. Like it's gonna happen a lot. Because the accuracy of keyboard and mouse like keyboards yeah. on xbox are a-okay you're ready to go yeah i I, I, th- I think on playstation it's only like specific games or something i don't know damn shame but yeah uh that that definitely needs to be a thing but i'm, I'm interested to see how this pans out because um th- this might reignite fanboy wars to a level but you know, at least this time around, you're going to have a means of, you know, settling it. Because back in the day when, you know, we was arguing PS3 versus Xbox, you couldn't just hop on the consoles and battle each other, you know, like, and see which gamers are supreme. But now, you know, we're, we're going in that direction to where you can you can talk smack and then, you know, you can settle it on the on the battlefield, literally, like, you know, so... Your army against my army. Oh yeah, Let's like do it. yeah, I'm I'm gonna get some of my PS. Let's do it. I'm gonna get some of my PlayStation people to go against you With and no Kieran. Likes. You and you and Kieran better build your army now. Cause... I got my army ready. They're ready. <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah. Okay, well, well, to, to answer your question, yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I mean, it's going to be hard for them to avoid any any of these technical issues, right? I think Activision, they, 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 they better have have thought about this through already, because if they haven't, then um, 
there's going to be some issues when this this game launches later this year. So I, I would think you, you don't announce the crossplay thing is happening unless you figure out a way to make this work in which if there's any issue, you already have a, a workaround for it. Because other, other than that, then then they they're going to have some issues. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so Rich, um, I know you uh you told me earlier that you're going to buy a PC. And that, and that you're gonna play against Ed when this game comes out. So, um, I guess you'll be on my side. Well, I, I did say I did say that I do plan to get a PC later this year. Um, we'll see if that happens first, because because I have been saying that ever since I joined the coalition. Oh yes, I'm gonna get a gaming PC. I say it every year, and then when I look at the money that I have left over, it's like, oh, um, okay, I guess I'm only gonna be playing on console, but. Uh, it's a very real possibility. We'll, we'll see what happens. Never say never. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll see. Y- yeah, like I do believe that um, Activision doing this for Call of Duty, I feel like that sends a message that um, if you want to be serious, like if you want to make a serious multiplayer experience from here on, it has to have crossplay. Like I think oh, this yeah. this is the first game that's really going to standardize it. Yeah, and, and and I do think that 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 is a point that that some are going to going to overlook because yeah, you're 100 percent right because Call of Duty is doing it now. I think these other every other company will have to take it serious because obviously it hasn't been happening in Fortnite and some of these other games. But yeah, when you have a game like Call of Duty now doing it, I think everybody. Okay, well, we seriously need to think about having this in our game. So, I'm very curious to see what the fallout will be from that. But first, I also, because you brought up the whole technical issue, let's hope that Activision does have this figured out, where it's not going to have any technical hiccups along the way. And if there is a technical hiccup, that they they have a way to fix it, like right away. I'm not talking about okay, the service is down. It's going to take us about a couple of weeks to fix. No, uh-uh. they got to have it be ready for anything that could happen wrong with this whole process. So, we'll see about that. How they respond and how quick they respond is a big deal. So, we'll see about that. But yeah, looking forward to it though. I, I, I that is one game I'm looking forward to seeing at E3 along with Cyberpunk 2077. So uh, we'll see, but I definitely will will share my thoughts on it after I have had a chance to actually spend time with it. So stay tuned for more coverage on Call of Duty and all these other games in the future. So uh, with that said, I believe it's time to get to our big big feature topic for today, which is our E3 2019 predictions. Um, and obviously. Uh, there's a lot to cover here, so I'm, I'm gonna try to. You guys may not have a lot to say on everything, but we'll see. Some things may come to mind. So this time next week, Microsoft is going to be kicking things off because they're actually having their Xbox conference next Sunday. Um, I will not be at that show, although I will definitely be on the show that we have after that show because we are going to have a reaction podcast specifically about that Xbox conference. So. Uh, we do know already as far as news is concerned that Phil Spencer has said that all 14 studios all 14 Microsoft studios are going to have something to show at this uh, event 
So obviously we do know Gears 5 will be there because that is a game that we've seen last year. Um, and a few other games will be there. So I want to get you guys' opinions on what do you think, if you had to give any predictions, what do you think Microsoft is going to show at their conference next Sunday? And uh, I'm going to go to you first, Ed, since uh, I'm sure you have a lot to say on this topic. Say Gary go first. Okay. Go ahead, Gary. Um uh well I mean this uh, I don't know. Um I'm guessing, you know, Fable. Um that's like one of the big uh rumors going around that there's gonna be a a Fable reboot. Um and you know that that should be very exciting. Um I believe we're gonna see more of um the, the next Halo game um and besides that i mean you know i I don't know like it's hard to this one's hard to predict um but i do think for sure they're going to talk about the new hardware and uh possibly the cloud thing because that's a huge thing for them uh i feel like this cloud deal that they have with with sony and everything i feel like that's going to be a big factor next generation so i think they're going to spend some time talking about this cloud technology and how it it affects gaming um and yeah uh, i mean that, that's pretty much it i don't have too much for this one sadly but um definitely those things hmm. sounds good okay how about you go next ed Uh oh, I think I think I think his boss caught him. So uh, nice. my bad, my bad. It, <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hard for Xbox fans right now. You know, there's, there's not too much. <laughs> it's, it's hard to begin. You know, like, but you know what I predict? I predict annihilation. <laughs> oh whoa! Oh, Just, uh, what Mortal Kombat? You know, <laughs> 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 yeah, on 4K. Uh, Nah, but man, just Xbox have all the momentum here, man. They already say like 14 games, which, you know, some people are going to say that's not enough. They want 15. But, you know, that's, you know, you can't win them all. You can't win everybody. But all I know is that they're just going to dominate next uh, next week. So they have Fable. A reboot fable, which is like I know some people might brush it off like, oh, it's fable, but this is fable from a new studio, from a studio that that made uh, Forza Horizon, which is a really, it's probably one of the best racing games ever made, um, and this is their first first time, you know, doing something other than uh, a racing game. Wait, so so not, fable is gonna have cars in it? Nah. I doubt it. But their world building is really good because if you see their four uh, in Forza Horizon, you know, they're they're able to make this, you know, big open space to, you know, drive through. So I I, I wouldn't doubt that they can make a, a open world, you know, fable type game, you know. Um, and it's not under Peter Monaloo, which, you know, for the most part, he kind of hurt uh, the fable series more than he helped it. Uh, with false promises and stuff, 
So, you know, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing Fable. I'd be very bummed if I don't see anything Fable related. Um, Halo. You know, yeah, I guess everybody's going to downplay Halo, whatever. I get it. But we haven't seen Halo in a long time. And I think, you know, it, it's time for Halo. It's, it's, it's been enough time for people to get excited about it. And you can brush it off all you want, but it's going to make an impact. Uh, Gears, because Gears is the AAA for this year. That's the game that we're getting this year. So, you know, I can't help but be excited to see more Gears. Um, and then, you know, who knows what else we get from other companies. You know, we just little things that, I mean, I'm, I'm not excited for it, but Battletoads, you know, they, they announced that last year. So we'll probably see some more of that. Um, but, more than anything, I'm excited just to see what uh, what they talk about as far as future plans. That's been uh, uh, one of my favorite parts for Xbox conferences in the last couple of years. You know, they always kind of uh, pick this time to kind of show their hand and show the future and kind of. Uh, set the trend for what's going to happen in gaming. Um, you know, last year they kind of announced xCloud. I, I believe they're going to really show it off this year. Um, I mean, hey, I'm doing a podcast at work. I wouldn't mind playing a game of Rocket League while I'm here, too. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm not going to play freaking Red Dead Redemption on my phone, but a game of Rocket League, a game of Fortnite for the kids or whatever on your phone real quick and that, that goes a long way with me and with a lot of people and uh yeah maybe seeing their new console i don't i just don't believe that i believe xbox is so ahead of it that they're not just gonna be like oh here's the console here's the new box buy it like they're they're up to something i don't think it's gonna be that from them no more um yeah, that, that's why I feel like the cloud is going to play a big part because I feel like the that the actual service side of Xbox is going to be the sell and the hardware really is just the hardware, you know? Like, I feel like the this cloud thing is the new evolution because it's going to be, like, their answer to Stadia probably where, you know, it doesn't matter where you play these games, but... You know, um, if you do buy their hardware, then obviously it's going to be the the best optimized on that platform and, and everything. But you can also play it everywhere else, you know. So I feel like that's going to be their direction here. And uh, the cloud and, thing is, yeah, go ahead. Right. And I was just going to say, and the negative thing to that is that I, I feel like a move like that is so ahead of its time. that And so just ahead of like fanboyism. That I know the ponies are gonna be like, ah, look, they lost. Uh, Halo, I can get Halo on my PlayStation now. But it's just like such ahead of that that like it's like, no, you idiots. Like we just made our games accessible to everywhere, wherever the fuck you want them. And I think that's just that's the move, man. That's the wait. Move so, they need to so you. So you're saying that you're going to be able to play your Xbox games even on PlayStation 2? I'm saying like, I'm saying, I'm saying that Xbox Game Pass comes to PlayStation. 
in the near future. Well, I believe an Xbox app will be on every fucking TV, like a Netflix, you know? Yeah. Uh, I believe that, and I feel like that uh, a lot of that you can see like a blueprint for that stuff by them making their first party games day one on Game Pass, because like. You have to offer your shit. It's your service, like. And I feel like, I just feel like that's the move for the future. I just feel like they're so ahead of just all this shit that I just believe that they're up to something futuristic. Uh, and I mean, that's why they're building up all these studios. Yeah. And I mean, you you might not be wrong. I mean, we've already been hearing the the, the, the rumors about uh, Xbox coming to the Switch and everything, you know, and that's actually happening. Um, and we know about this deal that Sony and Microsoft have behind the scenes. And um, I've been seeing headlines all week saying that Games Pass is fully coming to PC now. So uh, it, <laughs> it definitely seems like, you know... Th- uh, the next evolution of Xbox Live is is what Stadia is trying to do, like where you you know you play these games everywhere. It's about the yeah. service more than like the console, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the console's there. If you want it, you want it. At this point, like you know, like it, it's. I feel like it's just kind of like. Uh, it's just like whose dick is bigger as far as like oh who will go play this console like nah I mean, whoa, whoa. PC gamers you you can't get through to PC gamers Mine is you know bigger. they they they're elitist they're they're just gonna always think that PS or PC is the best place and you know you can't get that out of their head so it's like fuck it well let's just make our games available to them like we can't get them to buy a fucking Xbox like fuck it. Get them to buy our games and stuff. And Xbox takes the bigger. I just, I just, I just, I just want to say two things. Uh, I, I, I find it funny that Gary did did, did agree. He said, "Yep." When you said PC gamers are elite. He said, "Yeah." Gary said, "Yeah." Yeah. Yep. He, he said, he, so he agrees with that. Yeah, and, I mean, and, we, and, we are elitists. I mean, we are the elite. <laughs> you know, it's it's true. When you're on top, you you're gonna acknowledge it. So, yeah. <laughs> but they also play on twenty-inch monitors. So, yeah, yeah. And, and I also find it, and, and I'm also giving a shout out to Mr. Carl Daniel because when that Pete, when it said Xbox coming to PC, he said, "Well, the, the service was already on PC." So I had to laugh when, when, when I actually saw that that image and then his response. So, yeah. Um. But yeah, it's I guess it's fully on PC now, so there, there you go. So let, let let me give my predictions real quick for Microsoft. Yeah, I do think that uh, we're gonna get Fable or whatever else this is, this other game is that they're working on. If it's not Fable, it's gonna be another game set within a you know a similar setting. And I don't know if they're gonna call it Fable straight up or they may call it something else. But yeah, I look forward to seeing that. Um, I'm, I'm curious to know whether or not we're going to get another Forza because they have had this thing where every year they release a Forza game and I don't know if they're going to save that for the next console which by the way I do think we are going to get a ton of details about this next Xbox uh, at the conference because 
I know that Sony has acknowledged they are working on the PS5. Even though they haven't really given any other details outside of that, I think Microsoft, knowing that they have the full stage to themselves this year, I think it'll be absolutely ridiculous if we don't get some type of announcement of what the next Xbox is. And I would, I would go far enough to say I would not rule out Microsoft actually showing, talking about the, the console and saying, yes, this will be out in 2020. I mean, they can definitely wait until next E3 to really get into specifics about price and all this other stuff. But I, I feel like if you know that you're going to be the only of the big three that's actually going to have a major show at the conference, there's no way that they don't talk about this console because they have an opportunity to be first to talk about what they're, what they're bringing to next generation. So we'll definitely see that. Um, as for other surprises at the show... I do believe that Ori and the Will of the Wisp, uh, that's a game that I saw last year at E3. I would not rule out them dropping that game like soon, soon. And when I say soon, like I mean this summer. They can easily wait until the fall, but I know that game is coming soon because they said 2019 is when it's dropping. And we haven't received any other updates about it since then. So I'd be surprised if, if that's not out shortly after the conference is over or somewhere in that in that in that in that uh, ballpark but we'll see um of course uh the outer the outer worlds or whatever they call it i believe it's called outer 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 worlds um that's the obsidian game that uh, is also coming out this year i believe we'll get a release date for that um and of course halo halo uh, infinite um I do think that's going to be a launch title for the next Xbox, but again, uh, hey, I would not be surprised if, if they do announce that it's coming a lot sooner than, any, than everybody thinks. Again, I, I feel like a lot of the announcements they make, it's going to be about what they're working on coming to next generation because it appears to me like, at least as far as the games are this year, Gears 5 is definitely dropping this year, um, but outside of that, I don't know, like I said. Forza, there could be another Forza coming, or they could just wait until until next next year instead. But um, I definitely feel like they'll at the very least give us an update on all of the titles that are in development, and of course, plenty of third party titles that we'll get reveals for at the very first time at this particular show. So it's it's hard to predict what all they could show, but whatever they show, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a, a really great presentation or, or you know overall. So we'll see about that. So, any other comments to make on the Xbox conference before we move on? Nope, I'm just looking forward to you know experiencing it. Like this is definitely you know whether you're whether you you're an Xbox owner or not, this is definitely an exciting year because I feel like it's. Uh, it's definitely the most different because you know there, there's not a Sony press conference and it hasn't been that way in a very long time. Um, and you know we're also transitioning into a new generation, so just the you know um, the mystery behind this, you know, behind what they might show, it's it's at the the highest peak that it's been for a while. So um, I'm looking forward to experiencing it. I agree. Absolutely. Okay, let, let's move on to 
Bethesda, which will be having their conference later on uh, that same night. Um, we already know plenty of games have release dates for Bethesda. Uh, more importantly, you know, the Wolfenstein Youngbloods, that's coming out, I believe, in July. Um, so, some stuff we already know about Bethesda. But are there any surprises that uh, either of you expect to see at Bethesda's conference next week? Uh, how about you go first, Gary? Uh, so they already announced that the uh, the space game isn't going to be there, right? Uh, what? Uh, Starfield? Yeah. Um, I, I they did. Like... They did. They 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 they, they did announce that. Uh, but uh, I mean, I I, I I mean, I have no idea if that could change. Yeah. So I mean, there, there's not really much I'm looking forward to here then. Um, <laughs> and I. <laughs> I don't know what they could show. I mean, we had Fallout 76. Uh, I think they also said there's no Elder Scrolls uh, this year. Um, well, well, actually, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't see a confirmation of that particular news, so I, I have no idea. Uh, unless you did see a report on it, then, then yeah, you probably I feel saw like I, I feel like I remember seeing something that said the, uh, the Starfield and Elder Scrolls won't be there, but I don't know. Like, maybe... Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I'm hoping that those games are there because those are like the only two games I'm, I have any interest in from Bethesda. Um, and I feel like if they're trying to have like go out with a bang this year, then they need to have those games there because um, you know the press hasn't been that great for them lately. Uh... <laughs> so, so I agree 100 with that. Um... I do feel like they need to redeem themselves after Fallout 76. Uh, and why have a, a show if you don't have something important to talk about? So obviously, Doom Eternal is going to come out this year. I'm pretty sure that most of the show will be centered on that. Yeah. But they have to have some type of other surprise besides that. So if I can think of a few things, there was a leak that came out not too long ago about uh, Brink possibly getting done and coming oh, out God. again. So so I would not be surprised. I mean, we got Rage 2. Nobody was expecting Rage 2. So if Brent, Brent could potentially show up at that show, if if that rumor was true, because that's supposed to be revealed in the in the Microsoft conference. One of the rumored the games is supposedly going to show up in that conference. So I say, yeah, Brent reboot, sure. Uh, but I do think when they said Starfield wasn't going to be there and that Elder Scrolls wasn't going to be there, I feel like one of those games is definitely going to end up still being there. And they could have been said, said that control somebody. Because again, they have to have something. You don't spend the money to have a conference unless you actually have something to talk about. So I, I feel like, yeah, we definitely could see one of those games. And I would not be surprised if that is exactly what happens. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very hard to determine um, what else they can show aside from that. Uh, Ed, do you have any thoughts on what Bethesda could potentially show, or you don't care about the Bethesda comments? Boredom. Uh-oh. Well, there you go. So. Dishonored 3. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I still haven't finished uh, Dishonored 2, so... Is it possible for them to even have a third game in the series? 
I'm working. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know enough about the game to know how it ends, but I know they had uh, two characters, so I mean, I'm guessing they, they could make more if they need to. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know they had DLC as well, and I'm pretty sure that they'll they, they can also show some uh, of the additional content coming to Rage too. But but again, it, they, whatever they there has to be something big that they they show because otherwise, I would say you don't need to have a conference. You can just have like a I guess a video presentation. But this is a physical conference that we got invited to that we actually would be attending. So I there has to be something else that they're going to show, but. I guess we'll have to wait and see because I have no idea what else they could show. Um, yeah. So, I guess we can go ahead and move on to Ubisoft, uh, which will be taking place next Monday uh, in the afternoon time. Uh, no Sony show this year, obviously, although I'm pretty sure there will be a state of play event that they will announce. So, we'll dive into that at another time. But Ubisoft, and I know that we already spoke about Ubisoft in length last last week. Well, in the last couple of weeks, we we spoke about Ubisoft, what what they might show. Gary, do you have any any other predictions as for what Ubisoft will show at their conference? Uh, no, just you know, um, I, I do feel like uh, Watch Dogs is definitely one of those games they're going to show. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, I think Rainbow Six could be one of the others. Um, and Splinter Cell, you know, um, those are my three predictions, I guess. Uh, it would be nice to see a, a new Prince of Persia, but, you know, who knows if we'll, if we'll see that. But, yeah, I do think we'll see, um, you know, at least two of those three games right there. Like, you know, Watch Dogs 3, um, a new Rainbow Six, and Splinter Cell. Um... And, you know, besides that, uh, uh, I don't know if they're going to show any more of uh, Beyond Good and Evil. I mean, I would like to see more of that game. Actually, uh, I can answer that question right now. Uh, I, I, I did see that there was a report released earlier. It said it's not going to be at E3, but they're going to have some type of stream this, this upcoming week. Oh, man. Well, that yeah, I guess. It, yeah, I, I think that game is definitely a next-gen game. It's not even going to come out... Um, no time soon, uh, but it is, a, it is it is it is it is making progress, and they're going to have some type of stream this week, so we can look forward to that at the very least. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I guess more of the usual from then, like just dance and stuff like that. I guess. Oh yeah, I know. I know. Ed cannot wait to get his hands on on, on just dance twenty nineteen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not denying it, so I guess it's true. Yeah. So um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we yeah we we we, we, we spoke about Ubisoft before. I know I said you know obviously the Ghost Recon Breakpoint that's coming out October. So that game, yeah. But there's another AAA game that uh unannounced AAA game that is going to be announced and it is going to be at E3. Um. Yeah, that game could be Splinter Cell. Or it could be um, Watch Dogs. I do believe Watch Dogs 3 a lot more likely because we've been hearing rumors about Watch Dogs 3 for a while now. So that's probably what we are definitely going to see. Uh, outside of any other surprises, 
Nintendo is going to collaborate with Ubisoft for another game because they do this almost at every show now. I have no idea what that game is going to be. Like I had said before, uh, it could be another uh, Mario Rabbids game uh, or it's going to be something else. But there definitely will be some type of Nintendo collaboration with Ubisoft that they will definitely have at that show. I just don't know what game it's going to be. So, but aside from that, I think that's pretty much all, all, all we can really speak on. You know, Assassin's Creed is not coming out until 2020. I don't know if that means we'll see a trailer at this show, um, but it's not coming out until next year. Um, more Division 2 content. Yeah, they'll probably talk about that if I had to make a guess. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, that's pretty much it. You know, it's not really anything else that I can think of outside the box that Ubisoft could show because they pretty much have remained consistent on what... We know they're going to show, so we'll see about that. Um, that covers Ubisoft. I believe we have really, I think, one other company to really talk about, and uh, that's uh, Square Enix. Oh no, Nintendo as well. So let's let's address Square Enix first. Uh, aside from the Marvel Avengers game, um. And maybe some Final Fantasy VII Remaster. What else do you think that they could show at their conference, uh, Gary? At their live stream, rather. Because it's not a conference. It's going to be a live stream presentation. Uh, I mean, the two things you mentioned are what I'm most excited for. But um, aside from that, um, I mean, I, I really don't know. I mean, um, Tomb Raider is done with, right? Uh, is there going to be like any DLC content for that game or anything? I think there is more content for that. Uh, there was some content they released not too long ago, um, but I, I don't know. I don't know when that co- when they're going to be done making content for that. It, it feels like it's winding down, but there could be maybe a, I guess one other DLC coming. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. All right. Um, I mean, they'll probably have a lot more like remasters and things like that that they're putting on the Switch. Um, I believe there's also an exclusive they're working on for the Switch. Is it uh, Octopath or something like that? Um, uh, so I guess, uh, you know. You talking about the Octopath Traveler game? Yeah, that's Square Enix, right? Yeah, that that game came out uh, last year. Oh, um, okay, my bad. <laughs> oh, 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 no, oh, no, that, that's, that's, that's totally fine. That, that game came out last year, but, you know, I, I don't know if they're doing... I, I kind of feel like they definitely they definitely are going to have some some stuff that they that they talk about that uh, that they can definitely drop. It's just a matter of where you know what what, what they actually what they actually do do, do, do drop. Um, yeah, I mean, judging by the Square Enix uh, stream last year, it was very brief and it was full of information we already knew. So this time around, I mean, I, I don't I don't think it's going to be you know full of back to back big announcements or anything like that i think you know they're just going to get straight to the point they're going to talk about avengers they're going to talk about final fantasy and i mean i don't know what else they have in the works but i feel like most of the stream is going to be dedicated to those those two things um and maybe they'll announce some smaller bits of content in between but um but yeah i think it's just going to be that to be honest i think it's going to be very brief yeah, uh, I, I, I I do believe that that's a, that pretty much is exactly how it's going to go down with Square Enix. Um, they obviously, you know, they still have to finish Life is Strange Season 2. 
So we'll definitely oh, yeah. get updates on the next episode, uh, which is like, they have some episodes dropping later, you know, second half of the year. So we'll probably see some of that. Um, uh, I do believe uh, Dragon Quest. Was it Dragon Quest or Eleven? I, no, I think that, that uh, I believe that's already come to the Switch already. Finally, it finally came to the Switch. Um, but they'll definitely have a couple of other, you know, other titles to show. It's just a matter of what. I mean, I'm not really sure what else they they can show. Um, but yeah, Avengers and Final Fantasy is probably going to be the, the main the main points of the show, as as you already said, because there isn't really anything else. Any other major title that I'm expecting them to talk about, um, but yeah, that's and, and they better not drop the ball. Like uh, after that stream, I want to know enough information about both Avengers and Final Fantasy. For Final Fantasy, I want to know a release date. I want to know, you know, um, I mean, they probably can't break down specifics of the story, but I want to see more of the characters and more of the gameplay and how stuff like materia works and things like that so um they better be ready to to show all of that especially since they already teased us with that other trailer um and yeah for avengers just show us enough of what we need to see to to be excited for the game so because last year's stream like i was very disappointed it was a waste of time so they they better not do that this time i'm just i'm just gonna tell you right now Better get your expectations in check because I do believe that Final Fantasy, uh, whatever they show for that, it's not going to be to live up to what you are thinking it's going to live up to. It, it could be, uh, yeah, we're going to show a little bit more footage and no release date or whatever, but I, I definitely think we'll see more of Avengers since we haven't seen anything of Avengers and we've seen a little bits and pieces of Final Fantasy, so but we'll see. It's just that, that, that's just my opinion. Well, they better be showing more Final Fantasy because they're the ones that <laughs> they're the ones that decided to tease us by putting out that that crappy trailer on the state of play and then saying more coming in June. So I want to see more in June. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Anything is possible. Yeah, just, just, yeah, we'll just keep telling ourselves that. Yeah. Alright. Um and finally uh Nintendo. Are there any predictions for Nintendo at E3 2019? By putting out that um Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. Um I really don't know, to be honest. Um I mean it, it with Nintendo, like I feel like they have those Nintendo directs frequently enough to where we're already kind of caught up with stuff that's happening with them um so i don't know what what are the big games that people are waiting for i know metroid is one of those Um, well i don't know you know i I have no idea what's going on with that that metro that metroid prime 4 game because they had announced that it's being developed by another 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 studio now so i don't know what that means uh in, in um in terms of the expectations uh we'll have to wait on that and when is that uh, Mario Maker game coming out? That's actually coming out this summer. So, okay. so yeah, I believe that's coming out at the end of June. So, 
yeah, they, they definitely have some stuff that, that that's that's coming. Um, I have to look at a list real quick. Uh, but I do believe uh, that there's a couple games that are still coming out. I mean, they're still doing DLC for Super Smash Brothers because uh, they only because because the Joker Joker character was supposed to be coming out. So that is definitely definitely something that is in the works. Um, aside from that. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure. They, they might show uh, more of the Persona game, or they might even announce um, Persona 5 Royal as well for oh, yeah. the Switch. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. That is a very good point. Yes, that that's 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 possible. Um, yeah, the, the Animal Crossing game that they showed last at at, at, a, at another uh, Nintendo Direct uh, not too long ago. Uh, that they said that that was in development, so that's probably coming. I just don't know when it's coming. Um, yeah, aside from that, it's hard to really pinpoint uh, what else they could be showing. Pokemon. Um, oh yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, I mean we, we got some of those games last year, but they they did say there was another one in development. So that that's a that's a pretty good. I'd say that's a pretty good guess. Uh, Seems like good timing as well with the uh, Detective Pikachu just coming out. So, oh, absolutely, they absolutely. should uh, definitely capitalize on that. That'll be very smart for them to do that. I, I, I agree with that one hundred percent. Trying to think of what else. Uh, I think I think that I think that's it for right now. Because I yeah can't can't really think of anything else. Um, we saw. Now, all, all the only thing I could think of, uh, we did see last year that Ubisoft had that game, the game that you went to the event for, uh, the, the uh, space shooter. Um, oh, uh, Star- is it Starlink? Or that's uh, it, Starlink. Okay. Uh, they, they did have that game, and they did have Star Fox make an appearance in that game. So I was wondering if that means that we'll be getting another Star Fox game in the future. Um, Probably, I, I don't imagine it would be this, you know, this soon. But I mean, I, I, I guess I guess I wouldn't rule it out as some type of teaser of, of that coming in the future. But I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to to, to, to determine with Nintendo because don't really know what they're working on uh, aside from the stuff that we've heard about in the past, but we haven't really seen. So I guess we'll have to wait and see on that. But anything goes. Yeah. So is that all the streams? I believe that's that's all the streams. Um, I yeah. guess the final. Oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you go. Oh no, I guess the final question that I would ask is, uh, if you had to make any any, any surprise predictions about the actual show, whether it's a game that gets a release date or a game that'll get revealed at the show, what do you have any thoughts as to what that could potentially be? Uh, in terms of games, nothing uh pops in my head too much. Um, uh, but I, I do feel like uh, I feel like what you said is gonna happen, and that Sony might pop up with a stream out of nowhere. Um, and it's probably gonna be sometime after the the Microsoft one, cause. I feel like they're they're, they're going to be watching to see what goes down, and then you know they're going to try and counteract that. So 
Yeah, well, I, I, I agree with that 100% because I know that they announced the, uh, every, every year Sony has that sale, the uh, days of play, and they have already announced that that's going to be starting June 7th through the 17th, I believe. It's like a 10 day sale where they're going to have PlayStation VR on sale, PS4 Pros, and then a lot of the games they have are going to be getting discounted. Like I believe God of War is going to be 20 bucks. Um, MLB The Show, 19, 20 bucks. And Days Gone is going to be 40. So I definitely 100% can see them having a stream during that time frame. Um, and they would maybe, I guess, talk about The Last of Us because I keep hearing that there was reports that The Last of Us 2 was going to be getting some type of trailer soon. So maybe they show more on that. Maybe, uh, I mean, who knows? Um, and maybe they do make a couple of announcements. This gives some updates because... The thing is, is that, like I said, they're not going to be at E3, but the thing about it is that officially when E3 kicks off next week, or the week after next, rather, that will be a full year since we've last seen Death Stranding, uh, The Last of Us Part Two, and Ghost of Tsushima. Now, we saw Death Stranding recently, so they have already hit that time, so they're not, you, you can't count them in as it's been a year since we've seen that. But Last of Us Part 2, yes, the last time we saw a trailer was last E3. And Ghost of Tsushima is the exact same thing. So I feel like we definitely going to have to see something about these two other two games sooner rather than later. Um, so, uh, sure. That could happen in that stream. Mm-hmm. But as but as for what else they could potentially show, I don't have any idea what they would show in that stream. I do know that, uh, that Judgment game, which a lot of people have com- compared to, uh, um, Yakuza, that game is coming out this month. Like, I believe it's like right after E3. So I feel like you definitely, if you have a state of play, you definitely want to address it and remind people this game is coming out. That type of deal. But, um, aside from that, I don't know what else they could show, what other surprises they could show. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Now, one of the games I'm most excited about overall, like in general, is, uh, Cyberpunk. 2077 and Uh-oh. i know i know you're going to see that game but i do oh, feel yes. i do feel like we're going to get a release date for that also so maybe that will be at the microsoft uh conference because that's where it makes the most sense and and that, and that's also where it got that official reveal trailer last year at the microsoft conference so yeah that, that absolutely does make sense um i'm gonna go go ahead and throw a ballpark number out there and say because i know cyberpunk said Speculated, the game is not coming out this year. Um, definitely spring 2020, like early next year, some at some point, February, March, in, 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 or, or even April, if I had to make a guess. Because um, they keep saying that this is an important E3 for them, so I feel like if it's an important E3, that means it's a major, a major announcement going to happen at that particular show for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like they might even um, show the other game they're working on too. That's yep, yeah, that that could be. And, and you you did say before that they said they were going to take a break from The Witcher, but that that series is still in, is still ongoing, right? It's just that Gerald would no longer be in the, in the games. Yeah, I mean, you know, they could do something with Siri, you know, his daughter. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, there's still more stuff they could do. But um, I mean, I, I remember. I think it was last year when that report came out that said um, they're working on two 
RPGs. So, you know, obviously Cyberpunk is one. And there's another one that we, we haven't heard about yet. So, uh oh, uh oh. Um, so, so we're probably going to get that revealed at E3, is what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, I'll, that, that'll be great. I, I will be sure to provide all the information that I hear about, but you know, I'm pretty sure that if it's a gameplay trailer that which we see, which I do expect to see, that trailer will be released to the masses. Um, Shortly after E3, because now they're not really hiding anything. Since they did it last year, they showed it at uh, Gamescom, the, the footage that they showed at E3. So I'm pretty sure they're going to show that footage really, really soon. But at the at the very least, they definitely we'll, we'll probably definitely get some news about uh, what's going to happen with the show, what's going to happen with the release date, etc. So we'll, we'll see about that. Hmm. Indeed. So... Any other predictions uh, regarding E3 2019? Or uh, are you pretty much all set and, and ready to see what, what happens in, within the next two weeks? Yeah, I'm, I'm all set. I'm just going to, you know, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the day. It's come around pretty quick, actually. So, you know, I'm, uh, I'm quite excited now to just see what happens. I agree. Mm-hmm. So, on that note, I believe that that concludes our show for today. Um, Definitely, definitely stay tuned for all of our coverage. There's going to be a lot of news that starts to drop this week because I know that some devs are going to be dropping streams uh, for their games. Uh, So, definitely stay tuned and make sure you come back next week because uh, we are going to be having our reaction podcast to the Microsoft conference uh, shortly after the conference ends um, So You definitely do not want to miss that We'll have on some special guests as well So definitely look forward to that uh, Next Sunday But uh, until then uh, Definitely hope everybody Has a great week ahead um, And uh, As for Ed I don't know if he is able to give any shout outs At the moment So I want to give uh, a shout out I to I think you. he's the one getting shouted out right now so. <laughs> so I'll give a shout out to Ed's boss for allowing him to be on today. Hopefully, uh, he still has a job by the time this show is over. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, I want to give a shout out to everybody on the coalition staff. Um, Mr. Jake James will go. Dana Abercrombie. Um, Tony Tony Polanco, uh, Adam Vale, and everybody over at the Throwdown. Uh, they are going to be doing throw down your questions tonight, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, uh, everybody, if they got a chance to check out our WrestleCast or any of the other podcasts we've done, always appreciate the continued support. Um, and all. Oh, so, so Ed, Ed, do you have any shout outs that you want to give? Shout outs to my boss. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> That's good. Nah, I don't have a boss. Uh oh, you don't have a boss. Nah. But, uh, nah, shout out to, uh, 4K Rubes and Boots. (laughs) I second that. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see about this. Oh, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, both of y'all will be in trouble for that comment. Uh, but yeah, Gary, (laughs) the the, the floor is now yours for, for shout outs. Yeah, um, 
So big shouts to you know the the people who always support us through thick and thin, thin and who have been there you know for years now. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. So um, special thanks to M Collins, Mauricio Aguilar, Hibbendil, Fergus Mills, Miguel, Antonio Rogers, and Sean Gorty. We appreciate your continued support. Um, and we you know we wouldn't be doing this still without you guys. So. You guys mean a lot to us. Um, and also big shouts to the whole coalition staff, you know, uh, Richard, JJ, Tony, Dana, uh, Tatiana, you know, everyone who, who's been holding down the site uh, right now, you know, um, Anthony Nash as well, and Adam. Um, shouts to Adam actually for, for the great reviews he's been putting out. Uh oh. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I agree with that one. And um, I want to give. Shout out to. Go ahead. Shout out to Stephanie B. Oh yeah, shouts to Stephanie B too. Yeah. Hope you're doing well. Don't kill yourself. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you talking about uh, the beach? Talking about the beach? You talking about the beach? Talking about the Yeah. Hey man, y'all be putting. Hey, real. I'm not talking about nobody here, but people. Let's 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 check.